the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Emergency officials in Mississippi say 23 people have been killed by tornadoes that tore through the state last night, destroying buildings, knocking out power. As severe weather pounded several nearby states as well as of about 6 a.m. local time, officials in Mississippi confirmed about two dozen deaths, dozens of injuries, and four people at that time were still missing. The House has passed a bill giving parents greater oversight of what is taught in their children's public schools. Republican Congresswoman Mary Miller of Illinois. Parents want schools focused on reading, writing, and math, not woke politics. The radical left in our country seeks to silence parents and use public schools and colleges to indoctrinate our youth. They don't want to teach children how to think. They want to teach them what to think. And the measure passed on a vote of 213 to 208. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications Holding Corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any and all taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. The Northern Alliance Radio Network with Mitch Berg coming up this hour here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Don't forget to check out am1280thepatriot.com for our kindness challenge. That's right, acts of kindness can earn you $5,000 thanks to Estate Claim Services, GAF Shingles, and the Salvation Army. Being kind can get you paid at am1280thepatriot.com. Today's forecast, mid-40s is your high, partly sunny skies. Tonight's low reaching 26. Sunday, high near 40 degrees, partly sunny skies. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, institutional blue. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, well, you know that, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My mission in life, to carry on the fight. And I say that advisedly because I, I have all manner of friends who have moved to Florida, moved to Texas, moved to places down south, and they say, it's so nice being around a bunch of people who all agree with me and not having to fight with those, with those, with those progs anymore. And, and I think, well, what's the point of life then? What's the point of life if you're not carrying on the fight? What, how do people live without struggle? I'm weird. I freely admit I'm weird that way. I have no idea how people live that way. I mean, God bless you if you can. I can't imagine not tilting at windmills one way or the other. So uh, so God bless all of you who have, in the meantime, not only am I carrying on the fight, I am so committed to it, I'm doing it in two places at once, even as we speak. That's right. Today, I don't normally admit to doing pre-recorded shows because I like to observe the illusions that radio is, in fact, the, the, the theater of the mind and that uh, radio is, in fact, uh, it doesn't matter if you're here, there, or anywhere. But today is a pre-recorded show because I am, in fact, in downtown St. Paul at the Capitol at the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus's annual rally. And honestly, I hope you are, too. If you're listening to this right now, I hope you're listening on the podcast or you're outside Minnesota or you are in some other way able to make it down to the Gun Owners Caucus's annual rally at the Capitol because 
oh, good Lord, are you needed there? (laughs) The battle is very much for real at the Minnesota State Capitol. And there's good news. There's, uh, there's, There's reason to hope. But that reason to hope is entirely wrapped up in the fact that so many of us do get out and tote that barge whenever the DFL comes knocking with their gun grabs. And make no mistake about it, they are gun grabs. The next time some progressive comes up to you and condescendingly coos at you, nobody's coming for your guns. Just look at the bill that John Marty introduced. It bans just about everything that isn't bolted down and puts a tax on everything that is. This is the DFL's uh, actual point of view when it comes to guns and gun control. In other words, grab them. And our ability, our willingness to fight them on every hill, on every landing ground, on every beach, in every gun shop in Minnesota, uh, until the new world, the rest of the country, red America comes to the rescue. That is, I love paraphrasing Churchill. It doesn't take my, I'll do it after two drinks all evening long. Anyway, that's what I'm after. And that's where I'm at right now. And I hope you are as well. And if you're not, and you aren't a member of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, good Lord, do I need to send you a handwritten invitation? Because I will. I will send you one. Absolutely. I'm hoping we don't need to go to that level here. Okay. So that's not the only thing going on. <laughs> you know, it's been a big week in the news and, and all of it deeply, deeply off-putting if you are remotely traditional. The big news this past week, and if you believe not just in tradition, but honestly in the things like the rights of parents and, and this whole idea that children should not be the vessels for their parents' narcissism and insecurity. And we had that this past week writ large in the Minnesota House of Representatives. House File 146, uh, lead author Lee Finke of uh, District 66B in St. Paul, um, in his first, uh, Minnesota's first transgender uh, legislator, uh, was passed by the House after <laughs> in the dead of night behind locked doors this past week. Uh, Representative Mary Franzen posted a picture of the uh, the DFL leadership locking the doors because they were terrified of Minnesotans taking umbrage at what they were doing. Uh, of course, that happy talk did not make it out in the DFL's uh, messaging, the, the House messaging, so, which is a DFL, uh, a, a DFL outfit, uh, tweeted – actually put on an article Friday morning, quote, this is quoting Lee Finke, uh, Representative uh, Finke from District 66B. Gender affirming, uh, gender affirming care is health care, said Representative Finke, the sponsor of HF uh, House File 146, said at a Thursday noon, uh, Thursday news conference specifically. And this is where we get into some really gnarly stuff here. The bill would prohibit the enforcement of a court order. I will come back to that momentarily here. Gender-affirming care is health care. I mean, they said the same thing about abortions, by the way. And by the same token, so is gender genital mutilation, which I don't know that the DFL actually got around to letting that get banned in the state of Minnesota. I mean, you can make a case, an equally good case, that genital mutilation as called for by certain faith traditions, is health care. It could be seen as as tending to the mental health of certain people who are adherents to that religion, or at least the people who control uh, the, the points of view in that faith. So that that could certainly seem, be seen as health care. For that matter, I mean, getting a good cocktail is health care. If I see it as part of uh, my well-being, I mean, I, I'm going to need a good stiff Manhattan by the end of this segment here. I mean, it's it's weasel words. It, it, it's pure weasel words. And, and I, I don't want to get down that rabbit hole just yet. But, I mean, all of this is weasel words. Anyway, uh, quoting the House Caucus News Service, which is run by the, uh, the DFL at this point, specifically, the bill would prohibit the enforcement of a court order for removal of a child uh, or enforcement of another state's law being applied in a pending child protection action in Minnesota when the law of another state allows the child to be removed from the parent or guardian for receiving medically necessary health care or mental health care that respects the gender identity of the patient. Now, uh, by the way, uh, Finky said, quote, we have a responsibility to create more space for our community to live their fullest, authentic lives without fear of violence, rejection, abuse, or political attack. Now, 
this brings up something that's becoming a bit of a pet peeve of mine. And I won't go to – we'll get to my specific policy uh, issues with this with this bill, and there are many of them here. Uh, but when, when one speaks out against this bill and against the log rolling of legislation that is going to support, quote, gender-affirming care – and you and you speak out against it for any reason. You, you recall last week when I talked about the liberals, uh, I should say the progressives, five stages of argument, always starting with ridicule and then going to uh, ad hominem. And the ad hominem usually is something to do with the uh, or the ridicule. Both of them really involve, hey, what are you afraid of trans people or its first cousin? Hey, you must hate trans people. And, and I really get a kick out of that. And, and when I say kick, I mean mildly annoyed at the stupidity of that. Because going through my records, <laughs> mentally speaking here, turns out that for a conservative middle class guy from the middle of nowhere, I have a pretty significant number of transgender people in my social circle. Maybe not as much as a millennial kid today because it seems to be quite the pandemic among the millennials these days, is people identifying as whatever they identify as. But I have a fair number of them. I'm not going to name names, certainly. Some of them are more or less famous. Others are perfectly anonymous. And I've noticed, well, I've noticed a number of them. I should say three of them that I know or have known in the past. Uh, Not all of them are still with us. Uh, But two or three of them, have been transgender Second Amendment activists who have pointed out, in fact, uh, on this show in one case several years ago, that you haven't seen hate as a transgender until you come out of the closet, if you will, as a Second Amendment activist. And for perfectly good reasons. I mean, as they say, as as my social media acquaintance and occasional uh, occasional political acquaintance uh, Aaron Follett uh, says, who's, by the way, the leader of the nation's primary transgender Second Amendment group, says armed transgenders don't get bullied. They don't get bashed. They don't get killed. And boy, if you want to see hate of transgenders, transgender people, just look at the transgenders who come out of the proverbial closet as Second Amendment advocates. But that's not even getting into the policy side of things here. That's just an odd little ar- response to the stupid argument. Well, we must be afraid of transgender people. Well, not nearly as afraid as you are of law-abiding citizens with firearms. Oh, that came up this past week in the legislature, too. Uh, our good friend Eric, Eric Lucero wind up, uh, wound up briefly, at least, on the wrong end of the chattering classes yap line. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to that. That was, that was kind of funny because it just kind of show, it brings to mind P.J. O'Rourke's classic bromide. And I quote, I'm not a liberal, so I'm ex- not an expert at stuff I know nothing about. At any rate, so let's talk about the policy aspects of House File 130, uh, 146, I should say. I mean, the, the, the situation that, that people discuss, that I have discussed, that David Strom, by the way, at hotair.com uh, uh, talked about in hot air uh, when he wrote uh, last uh, earlier in the month, actually, uh, a couple of weeks ago, about Governor Waltz issuing an executive order uh, saying that Minnesota was a sanctuary state for transgenders, which is... With it, I mean, basically tells the executive branch of the state of Minnesota they can't cooperate with other states in in bringing uh, in, in removing transgender children from uh, the, their their whoever's their, their caretaker is. And David Strom pointed out, I mean, the headline said it all. Really, Minnesota is about to become a kidnapping sanctuary sanctuary state. Now, I will, and that's the truth. I mean, it really is a kidnapping sanctuary state. Hey. Aren't you overreacting? No, we'll come back to that in just a moment here. Uh, but uh, in fact, 
the, the DFL actually did one thing that surprised me here, and they backed up uh, it's something they never do, which is backing up an executive order with legislation. So we'll give them that. They, are, they understand that much about checks and balances, finally. But, yeah, so the, the legislation, the House File 146 that passed uh, Thursday, uh, Friday morning, bright and early, uh, was essentially backing up, uh, providing legislative backing for Governor Klink in his executive order. And as David Strom pointed out in hot air, Minnesota is about to become a kidnapping sanctuary state. Uh, Quote, no, I'm not kidding. Uh, Governor Waltz apparently likes the cut of Gavin Newsom's jib and decided to one-up the California governor by foregoing the niceties of passing an unconstitutional law, which they've now done, and simply using an executive order uh, saying there's, quote, an emergency that requires him to do so. Children, yes, he, live in states where they're, quote, right, end quote, to have their uh, delegates chopped off is under threat. Something surely must be done, and Minnesota... Doggone it is the place to do it. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that because what this does is essentially make Minnesota a kidnapping sanctuary. Hey, Mitch, you can't say that. Well, I can if it's the truth. And it is the truth in black and white. We'll, we'll come back to that when we return. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. And God said, let there be light. As a professional photographer, my work is to capture the light of the glorious creation around us and to produce extraordinary art for you to enjoy. I'm Wayne Moran from Egan. Even though I've traveled the world, my most popular prints are from Minnesota. Bald eagles, the Stone Arch Bridge, a Duluth sunset. I invite you to my website to see images that will evoke joyful memories and stir your emotions. Search for Wayne Moran Photography. That's M-O-R-A-N Photography for exclusive Patriot deals. Jim and I knew of Robbinsdale Women's Center, but didn't really know them until we toured. We were astonished by the amazing facilities and the genuine love and care the staff showed each woman that walked through the doors. That tour began our partnership with Robbinsdale Women's Center. Cindy and I have witnessed RWC's fiscal stewardship of our financial gifts. Being on the board has allowed me to see the careful discernment and prayerful thought that goes into every decision at Robbinsdale Women's Center. RWC receives no government funding and is debt-free. RWC owns all their assets and is 100% donor-supported. We're amazed at the number of abortion-minded women they serve. Weekly, five women, initially at risk of aborting their pregnancies, instead choose life. Join Cindy and I in supporting Robbinsdale Women's Center. Your gift will bring hope and life. Go to rwcinfo.org and help more mothers choose life. Let's make a difference. rwcinfo.org. Join me to Rally to Read 100 Books. Reading is Fundamental invites you to visit rallytoread.org today to learn about our reading campaign. Join the pledge to read 100 books, hear your child's favorite authors read their books, and find activities to keep young readers motivated. Teachers can also enter the Rally to Read sweepstakes for a chance to win 100 books for their own school. Subject to rules, visit rallytoread.org today. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red, etc., etc., the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitch Berg here. Don't forget Jack Tomzak coming up at 3 o'clock. Brad Carlson tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. 
By the way, thanks to Liz Collin for coming in and filling in for Brad last week when he was off on assignment. Uh, it's always great to have uh, some new people try out the helm here at the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We love to have some new guest hosts uh, in to try things out here. kind of takes a little bit of the pressure off. Also, it gives us fun people to listen to. I mean, I no bones about it. I, I miss listening to Walter Hudson. He's uh, one of the best uh, out there. And they got, I mean, if he wasn't, uh, I mean, we need him more so in the legislature, but by gosh, having him on talk radio would be great again, too. Hey, don't forget the Stand With Israel tour coming up October 25th through November 3rd features Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher uh, joining two of the biggest hosts in the Salem universe as they broadcast live and give you their insights on a dynamic journey through Israel. You can enjoy lively discussions and, and all the other goodies that make this such an unforgettable trip. One of the most popular things on their annual agenda here at AM 1280 The Patriot, which is why we do it every year. I mean, we sell it out all the time. And there's a reason that the folks at the network love to do it, because they love to meet you all and guide you around Israel. It's it's a win-win for everyone. Anyway, go to am12athepatriot.com and uh, sign up. You can find all the detail you want. Find the itinerary. Get everything set together uh, by going to am12athepatriot.com. Click on the Stand with Israel banner. It's that simple. So, uh, the House File 146, authored by Lee Finke, the first transgender legislator in the state of Minnesota, uh, essentially makes sure that that other states' laws cannot be applied in Minnesota when the subject is, quote, gender-affirming care. So let's make sure we understand what this means. When a parent leaves hypothetically, let's just say, when a parent decides to get away from a narcissistic piece of, let's just say, drama royalty, I'm going to keep this all unisex here because men can be narcissistic nightmares and so can women. And and by the way, when I mean narcissist, I mean in the sense that I talk about several times a year in uh, Shahida Arabi's piece that I've talked about many times in this show about the way uh, clinical narcissists dominate your life and how today's left is basically a, a clinically narcissistic movement. And I, by the way, this, I say this as a person who detests amateur diagnoses, uh, but I'll stand by this one here. The, the DFL are, in fact, a narcissistic abusive spouse. Uh, at any rate, uh, when a parent leaves such a spouse, it doesn't matter which gender they are uh, or how many genders are involved. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, when, when, you, when they leave a narcissistic drama queen or king who is using their children's, let's just say, physiques and psyches as a personal vision board to live out their own fantasies or their own. It's it, it's what's the what's the term? I forget the term for parents who are constantly calling the ambulance um, Munchausen by proxy. There's, there is. Well, I don't know if it's ever been identified, but there certainly has to be such uh, a a condition out there. And we'll come back to that. But uh, let's just say hypothetically the situation exists where uh, the ex-spouse, the non-impaired spouse, hauls the uh, other parent to court, somehow wins custody uh, in in their home state's uh, family court, and goes on to try and raise the kids in a relatively sane environment where, by the way, they don't necessarily affirm their current wishes for their gender, which may or may not change once they get through or you know, to or through or past puberty, which, by the way, is a time that causes children and adolescents all manner of emotional turmoil. As we've talked about with Angus Fox on this program in the past, adolescents, particularly adolescent boys, particularly very intelligent, frequently neurodivergent, read on the spectrum, adolescent boys who are isolated due to the pandemic, who spend too much time online, who are, as we used to say, maybe a little too smart for their own good, are phenomenally uh, likely to get log rolled into thinking that they are transgender by, well, other transgender people. I, I refer you to the interviews I did two years ago this summer with Angus Fox from Quillette magazine. At any rate, say that you are a parent uh, married to someone who is one of those parents who who 
log rolls their children into believing they are, in fact, transgender, who, in fact, inflicts their own uh, gender dysphoria on their children or in some form of mental illness being inflicted on the children here. Uh, And hypothetically, you file for a divorce. You go to court and win a custody case. You settle down to try and raise the kids as best you can. Ex-spouse grabs the kids and runs to a sanctuary state, Minnesota or California most likely, uh, and and that's all they can do. Now, your state's custody rule has no bearing on Minnesota law. You can have full custody. You might have won full custody in a complete walk-off in your home state uh, because the judge... And everyone involved looked at the narcissistic drama royalty spouse that you were dealing with and thought, oh, man, it is so much in the best interest of the children to have, let's just say, limited access to the non-custodial parent. And they file a court order giving you, whoever you are, male, female, or in between, or other, or not applicable, they, they give you custody after winning, by the way, a custody trial, which is a non-trivial exercise. Ex-spouse decides to take the kids and impress upon them their, their, their own mental illness. And they go to Minnesota, or for that matter, California. Actually, Minnesota's got an even stricter law about this now, if it gets through the Senate and gets signed by Governor Klink. And what can you do about it? Well, let's let's read the law as passed. Or I should say the bill as passed by the Minnesota State uh, House of Representatives this past week. This is Section One of uh, Line Two Six Zero Point Nine Two Five of House File One Forty Six uh, from the Minnesota State Statute. Quote. A law of another state that authorizes a state agency to remove a child from the child's parent or guardian because the parent or guardian allowed the child to receive gender-affirming health care as defined in Section 543.23, Paragraph B, is against the public policy of this state and must not be enforced or applied in a case pending in a court in this state. A court order for the removal of a child issued in another state because the child's parent or guardian assisted the child in receiving gender-affirming care in this state must not be enforced in this state. This section, by the way, is effective the day following the final enactment. So whatever this gets enacted, and let's be honest, the progressive mafia is going to yank the entire Senate into line behind this thing. You just know it. Uh, I mean, with a one-vote majority, the DFL is going to wind up giving some senators some leeway on some votes, but not this one. This one is going all the way downtown. And what it means is, if you are a parent from Wisconsin or North Dakota whose uh, ex-spouse is narcissistic drama royalty and is enforcing their mental illness on your child or children, it's officially saying the state of Minnesota can do nothing about it. Now, bear in mind, if a parent has stolen a child who is a non-custodial from a non-custodial parent in any other state for any other reason, whether it's to, to join the circus or to go handle snakes in an ultra-fundamentalist church, or to, I don't know, be involved as a a bookkeeper in a human sex trafficking ring, the courts will step in. The courts, after due legal process, and a process that is frequently quite nightmarish for the parents involved, we've seen some cases of that here uh, on this show, the state will step in eventually once the burden of proof is met and all the legal eyes uh, are dotted and the T's are crossed and the lawyers have had their say. They will step in in those cases. But not if you've got a parent who's coming to town uh, with the specific express interest of having your child chemically castrated physically altered with whatever gender-specific parts they may start off with, breasts, penises, testicles, uh, removed and dispensed with 
because it's not part of their, quote, identity right now. According to this law, or Bill, when it becomes law, and mark my words, it will become law. I predict that right now. There's nothing you can do about it. The state is barred from lifting a finger to support you on this custody issue and this custody issue alone. Now, I've had people say, oh, Mitch, no parent would actually do that. And and these are the people who, by the way, the same crowd of people who say, hey, you're just afraid of trans people. Well, as usual, no, I'm not afraid of trans people. I have a number of my social circle are from that crowd. And yeah, it happens. And in fact, we've got a case happening in Texas right now that should make your blood boil and should make you make you look at this piece of legislation and go, oh, wait, someone isn't thinking this through. Want a place where your child learns to form their own opinions, seek the truth, and see the world through God's lens? At Liberty Classical Academy, love of God and country is not controversial. They teach the foundational principles of Western civilization, including the U.S. Constitution. They're raising up the next generation of responsible citizens this country needs. Discover how your child can begin a life that inspires at Liberty Classical Academy. Schedule a tour today or attend an open house. Search for Liberty Classical Academy. After nearly three decades on the sidelines as an Emmy Award-winning reporter, Michelle Tavoy is now coaching us through today's insanity. Check out Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tavoya for her unique and sane perspective. You'll hear from players, coaches, subject matter experts, and key players in the political sphere. Stream Sideline Sanity with our MVP, Michelle Tafoya, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon, pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N-info.com. Dennis Prager here. Sue and I mean it. Dogs are part of our family. We love Otto and Snoopy so much, there's nothing quite like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with rough greens. In fact, I just talked to my wife about it because we want them to be healthy and we want them to be with us as long as possible. That's true. I know Sebastian Gorka feels the same way. The Pragers and I couldn't agree more. Our pups, Killian and Leia, rely on us to provide what's best for them. And naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has packed rough greens full of vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, omega oils, and more that supplement their food in a way that has shown us great results. Trying out Rough Greens is an easy yes, recommended by me, Dr. G. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black here, and I'm so proud that the Pragers and Sebastian Gorka have entrusted their dog's health to Rough Greens. I'm so confident that Rough Greens can help your dog. I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, your dog's food is dead food, but you can bring it back to life with Rough Greens. Go to ruffgreens.com. Welcome back to Twin Cities and World. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, don't forget, you can enter the Kindness Challenge sweepstakes and have the opportunity to win 5000 bucks plus give another five large to a deserving organization. Plus, to increase your opportunity to win, you can also enter uh, once more each day through April 16th. It's like a St. Paul election only good this time. And for all the kindnesses you complete from the list we we provide, 
by the way, it's step three of the entry form, you'll earn five uh, more bonus points. And you can also add a new act of kindness uh, 30 different times between now and April 16th. You can also enter to win a free roof from Estate Claim Services, uh, LLC. That's worth 10000 bucks by itself. Boy, do I know that. Um, uh, by the way, that you can see the conditions for complete details. So anyway, plan to show all the kindness you can to others and enter to win the Kindness Challenge sweepstakes. Uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network, Mitch Berg, uh, live in spirit, actually multitasking here. I am, I am here on the radio. It's a pre-recorded show. Don't always admit that, but I am down at the Minnesota State Capitol at the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus's rally. And uh, wait, we need you to be there and we need you to be here. We need you to be active. We need you to be fighting because this is what faces us. By the way, I talked about before about the the response. Many of us, especially many of us who've had access to the family court system, uh, had to the wording of House File 146, Leah Finke's kidnapping uh, legalization bill. Uh, I'll read it again. And I, I read this so you can keep it in mind as we read this next story. Quote, a law of another state that authorizes a state agency to remove a child from a child's parent or guardian because the parent or guardian allowed the child to receive gender-affirming health care, as defined elsewhere, blah, 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 is against the public policy of this state and must not be enforced or applied in a case pending in a court in this state. A court order for the removal of a child issued in another state because the child's parent or guardian assisted the child in receiving gender-affirming care in this state must not be enforced in this state. To which I and anyone who has seen A, human behavior, B, family courts, will go, well, what this basically does is give a license to any narcissistic drama royalty parent to kidnap their kids, come to a safe haven... Ignore the courts. Just pretend the courts, uh, court order and the custody uh, arrangement that they had in their home state where their marriage was terminated doesn't exist. It's a big legal do-over. And if you're one, someone who wants to imprint on your children the idea that they are not really what they were born as, uh, more power to you because that's not the public policy of this state. If you are a gaslighting, narcissistic parent who wants to make your child a cause celeb or just wants to change your child into something other than what they are, who are we to say otherwise here in the state of Minnesota? And the same crowd that says, hey, are you afraid of trans people, is the same crowd that will say, hey, that never happens. Parents aren't like that. And we have to believe kids when they want to do this sort of thing, which, by the way, we don't do with I mean, if you're smart, you don't do with any other thing with your kids. Your kids want to go handle snakes. You don't let them. Your kids want to go practice climbing up skyscrapers without any uh, arresting gear. You don't let them. They want to go and taunt hobos. You don't let them. There's a lot of things you don't let kids do if you're a good parent. Peggy Flanagan's yapping notwithstanding. But... If you want to think that there are no parents who do this sort of thing, the, the sort of narcissistic, hellish imprinting that that I describe, well, you're wrong. You're wrong. Uh, a Texas father at a uh, center of a bitter multi-year gender transition case claims his ex-wife had moved to California planning to, quote, chemically castrate their nine-year-old son, James, who identifies as a girl named Luna. Jeff Younger, a dad of two who unsuccessfully ran for the Texas State House campaigning, uh, campaigning on an anti-trans platform, and, and by the way, what that means is uh, some, a platform that puts some limits, some guardrails on the excesses of the uh, trans agenda. Uh, it's always p- portrayed as anti-trans or trans hate. It's none of the above. Uh, appeared on Tucker Carlson uh, last week and shared a video that purports to show his son identifying himself as a girl. In the recording, nine-year-old James is asked if he's a boy, to which he replies, no, I'm a girl. The grade schooler says his mother, pediatrician Dr. Ann Georgiulis, told him he was a girl, and she also put him in dresses. Quote, my blood ran cold when I realized what she had planned for that boy, end quote, younger told Carlson. Uh, Younger claimed that his ex-wife had deliberately relocated his son and the boy's twin brother to California just days before the state's, quote, trans refuge law went into effect 
on New Year's Day. The law is designed to protect transgender children and their families, quote, if they're being criminalized in their home states, end quote. Democratic State uh, Representative, uh, Senator, rather, Scott Weiner, who sponsored the bill, tweeted after California Governor Gavin Newsom signed it. According to Younger, his ex began, quote, transitioning, end quote, James, when he was just two years old and tried to enroll him in a gender clinic in Dallas at age five. Quote, pediatrician records show that she intended to chemically castrate him at age eight or nine, his current age, end quote, Younger alleged. And then he magically moves to California. I don't think this is an accident. So when you say, hey, no parent would ever do that, there are parents out there who will do the most ungodly things to their children. Everyone knows someone in their lives who was terribly molested by parents and relatives as a child. It's not it's nowhere near as uncommon as it needs to be in a healthy society. We all know that. No parent, no reasonable parent would ever sexually molest their children or physically abuse their children, and yet they do. We we know of parents who murder their children. It's, again, staggeringly less uncommon than one would hope and pray it would be. If you're of a certain age, you remember the story of Susan Smith, a woman who was deeply unhappy in her marriage in South Carolina, but rather than going full-bore Tammy Wynette, taking the kids and and moving out and finding another job and restarting her life and taking advantage of the fact that the custody system at that time, which, by the way, this was the early mid-1990s, favored women, uh, decided instead to drive down to the local lake, strap the kids into their car seats while they were sleeping and drive into the lake and drown the three of them. Well, she chickened out, but the kids didn't have that option. Into the lake they rolled. They both drowned horribly. A horrible death. Committed in the most horrible way by someone kids have no reason not to trust to take care of them. So when you say, hey, no parent would ever do that, you don't understand the, the depths of human depravity. And when you take away the recourse of parents who are, in this case, the sane parents, and, and yes, I am assuming that uh, Mr. Younger is, in fact, the sane person, the good parent in this relationship, uh, as just described here, uh, if someone doesn't have good reason not to, or someone actually has good reason not to, I should say, I'm all ears. Good luck. But parents are human. All humans are imperfect. Some humans go way, way beyond imperfect and land on absolute evil. And Susan Smith was pure evil. I mean, she murdered her two children, drowned them like rats in a car. She's going to be in jail for the rest of her life, God willing. Uh, another parent, I can't remember her name. She was in California or Utah. She, or Nevada, Nevada. She had an attack of the blues and murdered her five children. She's likely going to be in jail. I, she, I don't think she got her insanity. But again, this was from the 90s. So you say, hey, no parent would ever log roll a, 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 a two-year-old into getting a sex change apparently is dumb enough to believe that a two-year-old like young James is old enough to decide that they're really a girl. I mean, I had two-year-olds who decided they were respectively a dinosaur and Spider-Man. Should I have taken them to a species change clinic? Should I have exposed them to radioactive spiders? I suspect that a court order taking them from me would have been honored in all 50 states. I, I mean, just following the whims of children is it, it, the most innocent possible explanation. So, so apparently this, this pediatrician thinks that a two-year-old is competent to, 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 uh, to decide whether a two-year-old can decide his actual gender. 
that a nine-year-old, for that matter, is competent to do this after seven years of being gaslit. And when that parent takes the kids to a state like California or at some point in the very near future here in Minnesota, that is an act act of pure, profound, immeasurable evil. And that says nothing about trans people. By the way, I have transgender people who are who are in my life, part of my social life, uh, who I respect and consider friends. So the next person to say, hey, you must just hate trans is going to get a, a verbal Mitch slap upside the head. But this bill, when we say it legalizes kidnapping, we know this because it has already legalized kidnapping. In at least this case, hey, one case is rare. Rare is not non-existent here, folks. It's uh, one case is too. But what, what was the, what they say about when they want to ban guns? If it saves one life, uh, yeah, let's let's save one child from being mutilated. Uh, what, what do you say? Six five uh, six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Normally our number, but I'm not in the studio today. More on that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network AM twelve eighty. The Patriot. Go nowhere. We will be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. You know what the best thing about all the snow on my roof is? What's that? Well, it hides the fact that I need a new roof. Well, there is that. Call JTR Roofing. JTR will give you an estimate and get your project on their calendar ASAP this spring. But there's a bunch of roofing and siding companies. Why should I call JTR? Check out their online reviews, like this one. I was able to get everything repaired at a great value. JTR Roofing Service is above and beyond. I highly recommend them. Yeah? Okay. Or this one. We're very pleased with the work JTR Roofing did. The quality and professionalism was outstanding. They did the job in one day and had everything cleaned up as well. Hmm. Locally owned, JTR Roofing stands behind their work, and they'll be around for you in the years to come. JTR Roofing. Sounds like I better give them a call. Visit JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. JTR Roofing, windows, siding, and gutters. JTRRoofingInc.com. In 1981, Heritage Christian Academy began with 13 students. Today, they celebrate God's faithfulness with 550 students in grades pre-K through 12. God has shown his provision for HCA for 40 years. Let me introduce one of God's faith-filled stories. Hi, I'm Tanya Scott. I serve as president at Heritage Christian Academy. The first graduating class in 2001 paved the way for students to enter some of the finest colleges and universities in the country. Around the world, these alumni are sharing the gospel of Jesus and defending their faith on their campuses, in the marketplace, the military, the operating room, in their churches, in courtrooms, and in their homes. The impact of Heritage Christian Academy's four core values of truth, service, relationships, and excellence are evidenced in the lives of the men and women that have been trained to know, love, and serve Jesus. For more information about Heritage Christian Academy in Maple Grove, visit heritageweb.org. Are you looking for trusted insight and knowledge on how the eyes reflect the connection between health, lifestyle, sports, and nutrition? Tune into my show, Open Your Eyes Radio, Saturday at 9 a.m. with me, Dr. Kerry Gell. I'm an optometrist with more than three decades of experience, a keen interest in longevity and lifestyle, with a never-ending focus on the four basic principles of health, nutrition, exercise, stress reduction, and sleep. Listen and learn with me every Saturday at 9 a.m. here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Looking to make a difference? Volunteer for your local fire department. Join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Visit makemeafirefighter.org. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. I'm Mitch Berg, the headliner edition. Brad Carlson coming up tomorrow from 1 to 3. Jack Tomzak. Uh, from 3 to 5 every Saturday afternoon, together with King Banyan every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. 
We are the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We have been doing what we do for 19 years, going on 20 years. We are in our 20th year of dominating all Twin Cities media. And we make it look easy. There's a reason for that. We are that good. So we've been talking this hour about House File 146, the transgender uh, bill, the, the transgender rights bill, which essentially makes Minnesota a kidnapping sanctuary state. Hey, that's not really true. I just explained where it is true. If you kidnap your kid, uh, even though you're a non-custodial parent, and the courts in your home state say, hey, you're, you're, you're not supposed to be taking that kid out of the state, you don't have permission to do that, uh, you're, you're out of luck. Unlike any other case where an unfit parent or a parent, whether they're judged fit or not, a parent takes a child away from their custodial parent or even non-custodial parent for that matter and does something irreversible and dangerous like, I don't know, get, gets them uh, involved in, in, in jumping motorcycles over school buses or uh, handling snakes or, or getting them chemically castrated and getting their, their, their gender-appropriate appendages removed. Oh, wait, that's exactly what they're talking about. Anything else will get your parental rights looked at very, very, very seriously. Uh, but but this is different because science, right? Well, maybe not. Uh, Sweden, the first country to introduce legal gender reassignment, has begun restricting gender reassignment hormone treatments for minors as it, like many Western countries, grapples with this highly sensitive issue. This is from Agence France Presse. Uh, with the number of diagnoses soaring, the medical community faces the dilemma of weighing precaution against the risks associated with not offering treatment to those suffering from, quote, gender dysphoria, end quote. Sweden decided uh, last year to halt hormone therapy for minors except in very rare cases. And in December, the National Board of Health and Welfare said mastectomies for teenage girls wanting to transition should be limited to a research setting. Dear God, what kind of research? I, I, I. I don't want to know. I, I should. I don't. So-called puberty blockers have been used on young teens contemplating gender transition to delay the onset of unwanted physical changes. Like many other countries, Sweden has seen a sharp rise in cases of gender dysphoria, a condition where a person may experience distress as a result of a mismatch between their biological sex and the gender they identify as. According to the Board of Health and Welfare, Approximately 8,900 people were diagnosed with gender dysphoria in Sweden between 1998 and 2021, a country of around 10 million people. In 2021 alone, 820 new cases were registered. This is a uh, country three times the size of Minnesota, by the way, in terms of population, uh, two and a half times, maybe, perhaps. This is uh, Sweden, uh, a country that Minnesota progressives look to as the model of communitarian spirit, the model of rational governance, except when it comes to COVID, where they went very, very hands off. But or and and by the way, along with the Danes who have no minimum wage. Uh, other than that, you can't hardly see. I mean, Minnesota progressives genuflect to to Sweden and Denmark and Norway. Uh, the way Muslims genuflect to Mecca. I mean, it's 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 what they do. And the Swedes, along with the Brits and the Germans and the Danes, are all realizing that letting children, well, quote, make this decision, end quote, has dangers that the proponents of these procedures like to skip past for some reason, unexpectedly, let's just say, and that maybe, just maybe, caution is called for. Well, there's no call, uh, caution being accepted in the Minnesota State House, and it will not be tolerated in the Minnesota State Senate. And Governor Klink will sign it. We'll talk about why next hour, by the way, because uh, there's this there, there's a pattern to this. And speculation has started this week that there's a reason that the DFL is doing what it's doing this session. And it's not just the inevitable progressive overreach that I've been talking about on the show for the past uh, going on five years now. There is something beyond it, and I don't know if I'd say more sinister, perhaps more silly in its own way, not that any of this is silly if you're one of the victims or taxpayers to this madness, but we'll talk about that in the next hour here. Uh, one of the sayings that has carried me through 
a number of these episodes of progressives running this state, leftists uh, running the state and, and calling the shots is a quote from the great, late, great P.J. O'Rourke, one of my great influences in, in making the transition, if you will, uh, as an adult from liberalism, from being a Democrat to conservatism, being a Reagan Republican. It, it's a classic quote. It was my email signature for many years before I got into the corporate world. Quote, I'm not a liberal, so I'm not an expert at stuff I've known nothing about, end quote. And it's a great quote, by the way. Now, I bring this up because uh, as I am right now at the gun owners rally at the Minnesota State Capitol, guns popped up. They were not high on the agenda this week because transgender rights uh, or should say kidnappers rights were high on the agenda. But someone snapped a candid shot of Eric Lucero, Senator Eric Lucero, great friend of this broadcast, great uh, principled conservative. Uh, Someone uh, snapped a photo of Senator Lucero not wearing one of his trademark sport coats and with a gun, a pistol for which he has a carry permit and which is legal to carry at the Capitol, thanks to the uh, the gun rights movement back in 2015, perfectly legal. But someone from the DFL snapped a picture of him adjusting it in its holster with the small of his back and wrote, quote, Senator Eric Lucero is preparing for an education committee hearing by adjusting his gun. DFL is prepared by reviewing legislation and talking to teachers and students. Well, so does Senator Lucero, chuckleheads. And by the way, he's a much better senator than anyone you have. Uh, but but and, and I, I, I say this in the context of P.J. O'Rourke's quote, because, again, DFLers detest guns, but by God, they are all experts in their use. Aaron May Quaid, who is married to a anti-gun activist or someone who was an anti-gun activist, uh, tweeted, quote, an, old, an unholstered gun tucked into the waistband. It's giving Plexico Barres. I'm I'm sure that there was something more to that that. Ms. May Quaid's attention span couldn't quite get to. But no, it was not tucked into his waistband. It's a holster. But it's good to know, Senator May Quaid, that that frothing pool of expertise in the world of firearms is out there waiting to hold forth on something, you know, apparently so very, very, very much about. That's something you can count on DFLers for being experts at stuff they know knowing about, with all due respect to the late, great P.J. O'Rourke. It went on from there. Uh, the, the fourth uh, steps, the fourth step of the, in the Berg's Law, uh, argue, all arguments with liberals, the sexualization of every argument. Oh, you had plenty of Twin Cities media types doing that as well. I, I need to do an off-air podcast one of these days for things I can't say on Salem Air. Anyway, more on Governor Waltz when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We will be right back. The vast majority of women who come to Robbinsdale Women's Center feel overwhelmed, hopeless, and think abortion is their only way out of an unplanned or unwanted pregnancy. Hi, I'm Victoria, one of the patient advocates at Robbinsdale Women's Center. We provide information in a compassionate and non-judgmental way. We are a woman's best initial step as she processes her pregnancy options. Through counseling and ultrasound, many of these women realize that abortion is not their only option. For the moms and dads that choose life, Robbinsdale Women's Center provides parenting programs to help prepare them. On average, five women each week that are initially considering or being coerced to choose abortion instead choose life. This work is very challenging, but the rewards are life-changing. Your donations to RWC will help make more miraculous life decisions possible. Visit rwcinfo.org to donate. That's rwcinfo.org. Every day we hear news about violent assaults, carjackings, and other acts of crime spiraling across the United States. Washington's answer is to confiscate your guns, but a new book from Regnery offers hope for a better solution. Professional firearms instructor and veteran gun store owner Larry Correa's new book, In Defense of the Second Amendment, pulls back the curtain on Washington's gun-grabbing agenda and how you can protect your rights as well as your family. Yet, In Defense of the Second Amendment, new from Regnery, available at Amazon.com. Texting 
privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply or play. Stop, opt out. Visit website for financing details. Windowappointmentnow.com. Attention all homeowners. Do you know when to replace your windows? Feeling too hot or cold? It's time to replace. Fog between the glass. Time to replace. Spending too much on expensive energy that literally goes out the window? It's definitely time to replace. If you've put off replacing windows in your home because it's too expensive, here's great news. You can now get a free in-home window consultation and free price quote from Renewal by Anderson, the company with the most five-star reviews among leading full-service window replacement companies. And right now, you can buy one and get one 40% off. Just text EXTRA to 200-300 for your free consultation on top-quality affordable windows or patio doors, all with super affordable financing options. Text EXTRA to 200-300 right now to buy one and get one 40% off. But hurry, these big dollar savings won't last long. Text the word EXTRA to 200-300. Don't wait. Text EXTRA to 200-300. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the new... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.